0: We'd like to welcome you back to our part two of our current event and Weekly Bible Study for May 20th, 2019. We're going to continue on with Ted Brower. and think he's going to get into the transgenderism aspect uh, now.
1: If you're a girl, you can be a boy. If you're a cat, you can be a dog. If you want to be a platypus, you can be that too. I mean, it's so twisted because this is the satanic agenda. To turn everything upside down that God made. And that's what they're doing. So you're right. If they have an app where they can automatically notify law enforcement, that you know, that a hate crime is taking place, and they can automatically videotape you whether you've done something wrong or not, they're going to use it. I mean, yep. I've had them use it on us before. As far as it didn't have an app, and at that point in time, I should have been videotaping that nutbag, and you know, and showing it to the police. I mean, this is just absolutely nuts that these guys feel as though they can get away with this. Our country right now is is simmering with a civil war. I mean, it's, it's under the covers right now, and it's going to go hot if we're not careful. And that's what they want. They want it to be a hot civil war. They want us against the leftists. They want the, the Republicans against the communists. They want the libertarians against the communists. These guys are communists. They're socialists. They're Satanists, the majority of them. Uh, you know, and, they, and some of them are just agnostic, and some of them are atheists which is what the government always tried to push in the the Soviet Union to get rid of the group of people that were with the Orthodox Church over there where they burned churches with people in them and everything else and killed 60 million Russians and people in Europe. I mean, this group of people, they have no boundaries. And yes, I'm going to say it again, this is the same group that killed Jesus Christ. This is their relatives. This is the same group from Genesis chapter 6. This is the same group from Sodom and Gomorrah. And all of the demons that accompany these people. And we have to understand there's a reason that a lot of people don't like you, and don't like me, because the demons that inhabit their body basically don't like what you're saying. And the demons are causing a lot of this. You go, well, said that sounds really weird. I'm telling you guys
0: even if you haven't even if you walk into someplace and you and it's not like you've proclaimed you're a Christian, the demons that are inhabiting other people know that you are a Christian. So if you feel like you're in a situation where you're being unduly targeted and you don't know why, you don't have to know any more than that. Because the demons know if you're a Christian or if you're not a Christian. And especially if you're in a situation where maybe you shouldn't be there, then they have a lot more right to actually attack you. So that's something to bear in mind.
1: Jesus Christ said that these demons can inhabit people and he drove demons out of people. He's our spiritual mentor. He's our God. He's our He's the son of God. He's the one we're supposed to be following. If we love Him, we'll do what He said to do, and we'll obey His commandments. What the Word says in John, First John. And what we need to understand is that this demonic possession has been going on now since Genesis chapter six, and probably before that. And these people allow themselves to be possessed by these entities, and these entities are controlling the narrative. That's why I said it's the same group of people allowing themselves to be controlled by these entities that have done all of this mischief and all of this horrible stuff all the way back to Genesis chapter 6, including Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's the same group where, where all the men showed up to basically have sex with the angels. I mean, it's absolutely insanity. Right now, there's 22 jihad camps inside of the United States that the FBI is fully aware of, and they're basically promoting Islamic radicalism, and the destruction of the United States and they're training their people to be troops and to kill people in the United States. Paul Williams covered this information on my show years ago when he was on. And he also covered it when I had him on the Power Hour and he wrote the book the you know the, the Operation Gladio, the unholy alliance between the Vatican, the CIA and the Mafia. I mean, there's stuff going on now that is so weird and so crazy that you literally can't believe it if you first start reading about it because it's so bizarre. I mean, we have 22 jihadists, I mean, we're talking hardcore Islamic radical training camps in the United States right now, training jihadists to fight in the wars in the Middle East and also to do guerrilla warfare against the people in the United States and to basically create a giant civil war here and why Donald Trump fiddles. And, you know, America burns and with, with his hatred and bitterness. He basically sits there and just does what he does because that's what he wants to do. I mean, you have to think about this for a second. Why in the world do we have such an unnatural hatred for Donald Trump? I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I voted for Trump, I'm, I'm, but I'm not a Trump fan. I, I'm not that. But we have to understand that a lot of people out there, they literally, literally have gone loony To about Trump, they literally, when you mention Donald Trump, they literally start screaming and yelling. Why? It's demonic possession and just training through the Frankfurt School that's allowed these people to do this. And you think, well, why in the world is this happening? Well, Trump's being set up for a war with Iran right now. That's what's happening. And he's allowing it to happen. Because he knows that Israel wants a war with Iran. They talk about it over and over and over and over again. And he's allowing it to happen. Why? Personally, because I believe he's a Zionist. And I believe that he wants to have...
0: He's not only a Zionist, he's a Kabbalist. I mean, he he wrote about it in his book that was released in 2003. I, I read you the quote two different times. It's right there. Gave you the screenshot of the page. I was at my Kabbalah teacher today and such and such happened. and what I mean, his daughter, Ivanka, wears a red Kabbalah string bracelet. This is the highest form of Jewish witchcraft you could get into. It is the most hardcore stuff you could get into. She's married to Jared Kushner, who might be the Antichrist, who is a Shabbat, Shabbat Lubavitch, who she converted to be that, which is the most radical Kabbalistic Luciferian sect of Judaism. That's his daughter and Jared Kushner, who are the most likely the ones giving Trump the orders, his marching orders. His former wife Marla Maples had was wearing red string Kabbalah bracelets. I mean, way back. I've got all the pictures of it. Uh, you can find them easy. It's not. I, I just one night. I just it's like the Lord convicted me, and it's part of an upcoming study I've got. His um, her daughter, or no 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 Ivanka's daughter. pretty sure i've seen melania wear one as well but i think they scrubbed that off the internet but um ivanka's daughter wearing red the red string kabbalah bracelet like madonna wears and um the other stars from Hollywood that are into that wear. it there is no doubt you know about that
1: the noahide laws come into place which are already in place in the united states which will allow the world to be run through the sanhedrin and through the temple in jerusalem as far as the world courts and i'm telling you guys one of the things is that you can't have any idols and to them as a christian if we have jesus christ as our lord and our savior that's an idol and it's punishable by beheading yeah you think well that will
0: ultimately allow them to behead the christians and I'm, i'm trying to get to my video on that but uh I'm going to, I think I'm almost going to have to start doing double studies now during the week. I don't, I don't know if I can, if I can't get to everything. Uh, I don't even know how I'm going to do that, but this, I've got to get this information out regarding Trump and regarding the rebuilding of the third temple and Kushner and uh, the potential for him to, if he's not the antichrist to be John the Baptist for the antichrist the information is so overwhelming. I, 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 just, it's mind blowing.
1: Well, they do all that? Oh no, no, no! They wouldn't do all that. No, they wouldn't do any of that. Not the Rothschilds wouldn't do any of that. The Rothschilds wouldn't do World War One and World War II with hundred billion dead. They wouldn't do that either, would they, guys? <laughs> no, they wouldn't do that either. They wouldn't take down nine eleven. They wouldn't take out down the trade towers. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't cause all these wars. They wouldn't shoot John F. Kennedy. and They sure in the heck wouldn't shoot John. You know, President Reagan. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't be slinging dope out of Southeast Asia, if, you know, for the Vietnam War, and slinging dope out of Afghanistan. They wouldn't be doing that either, would they? No. guys. These people are not you and me. These are criminals. This is career criminals who operate outside of the law, and in many cases, own and run the law. And we have to understand who these guys are and why they're like this. Zero Hedge had a really interesting article out that came this morning. It says, "Dude, where's my culture?" And it says, "Trump derangement syndrome." Basically used by the supporters of used used by supporters of U.S. Trump Donald Trump to describe a reaction to Trump by liberals and never Trump neoconservatives who say they respond to Trump's statements and political actions irrationally and with little regard to Trump's actual position or action taken. The term has been used by pro-Trump supporters to discredit criticism of Trump's actions. Now it goes on to say, you know, we live in a world where a woman can fill out a form. Naming a complete stranger as a father for a child, and without any evidence, the man can be forced to pay child support or get a DNA test or face jail. We live in a world where the U.S. openly admits to being an empire and publishes documents to prove it's based on analysis of past missions. This is complete. 180 of the U.S. has denied this for the past 50 or 60 years, but it's been doing it. I mean, this is what's happening in the United States. The programming from the Frankfurt School is hard at work. During the 1960s and the 1970s, there was a cultural revolution in the West, and it wasn't exclusive to the USA, by the way, but it was, it was exclusive to a Western thing. I mean, think about what's going on and what they've been doing to us. I mean, all of this stuff sounds basically like, what the heck, are we being programmed like that? Like, yeah. I said, you got Uber now, which has never made money, is being troubled, publicly traded and worth $70 billion from the initial public offering. I mean, all of these crazy things are just out there being manipulated by the central banks to make huge amounts of money. Now we've got Bitcoin coming back up again because the central banks have gotten re-involved and all that again. I mean, we live in a world where parents allow their young children to choose their gender. It's the most absurd thing. I mean, I can't even, I've talked about it so many times. You know, women's rights wasn't enough. Obama – Who was obviously a closet homosexual, ushered in rights for transgender people in the third gender. And and what is a third gender? Good question. You know, are we talking ridiculous? Yeah, of course it is. Perhaps the next wave of rights abuses will parents will force their children to be the gender that they are when they're born. Protesters will hold signs that boys in dresses and girls in suits demanding that action be taken. Boys should be allowed to wear dresses in schools if they choose. Parents shouldn't buy baseballs for their boys. They should buy them dolls and baseballs and allow them to choose. What's next? Tell you what's next. I mean, it's going to be a complete degradation of the culture, and that's where it's going right now. The United States has got the largest group of homosexual people, transgenders, and quite frankly, weirdos, and gender dysphoria people in the entire world right now based upon the technology and the training and the drugs and the, how should I say this? And the, the 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 hormones they put into the food supply, and the fluoride, and they've done it to us on purpose. We are not prepared to fight another world war. When I look at the colleges right now, and I look at all these sissy boys, and all these weirdo girls, and these girls that basically are the ones that are out there trying to tell everybody what to do and to run everything, and the boys are too scared to even talk, it scares the holy living jeebies out of me. Why? Because quite frankly, it's nuts. I mean, why in the world? I mean, think about it for a second. Uh, recently, every almost every recent movie on Netflix shows that the white man is the villain, that the black man is the hero, mm-hmm. that the gay guy is the voice of reason, that the woman has the balls, that the dad is an idiot, that the mom is the breadwinner, that children are sexualized and a bunch of perverts. I mean, next fl- yep. Netflix is social engineering and it's not entertainment. Yep. It is completely controlling us.
0: And guys, I. And again, I wouldn't give them a dime. I wouldn't give, try to give any of these outlets that are promoting wickedness, you know, not a dime, you know.
1: Warned you about this with Hollywood. They hate Jesus Christ. They have an atavistic agent. I said this five years ago on the show, and I mean it to this day. For what they've done in Hollywood, they've controlled the social fabric of our country and our society, and they have destroyed it with all this weird, sick crap including that gay, stinking Kenyan with his doggone, tranny wife that we had to deal with in the White House for eight years, that Joan Rivers straight called out, and Mm -hmm. all the sick crap he did. All the men could use the women's bathrooms. And and even the liberals, as stupid as they are, should have stood against that and said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want some perverted guy who's 50 years old running around in a dress using the bathroom with my little four-year-old daughter. You know, she's in the toilet by herself. Oh, but they couldn't do that. Oh, you're a bigot if you don't want to do that. And this is the world that we now have. And the sad part about it is, guys, I'm telling you, they're setting us up for another false flag to go into Iran. It could have been the dog on Mossad hitting those Saudi oil tankers. Mm-hmm. I don't believe for one second Absolutely. that Iran did that. Well, let me ask you guys a question. I agree. Why would Iran poke us to go bomb them back to the Stone Age, like we did Iraq? Why would they do that? They know what we're capable of doing with this unbelievably out of control, feral government that we've got in DC. They know that Donald Trump is being doing the bidding of his masters, and they know that he's going to do whatever they tell him to do, and they want to destroy Iran. They they know that. So why in the world would Assad nuke his own not nuke gas his own people for us to do more false flags and drop missiles into doggone Syria?
0: Yep. Nobody's
1: that stupid. All I
0: reported on that extensively about Assad as well.
1: Doing basically is forcing these countries to accept what we want to do, or we destroy them. And if they don't want to do what we want them to do, we create a false flag to give us the justification to go in and kill them by the millions. And we, the American population, because they've turned us into a bunch of Zionists, roo-rah, roo-rah, hip-la-rah-rah, holy war, jihad people, we say, oh, look at us go, look at us go, we're so badass. Guys, we're not bad. We're horrible, and we're misrepresented as an individual and as a group of people. What we're doing around the world is wrong. Is completely and totally wrong. Our government is completely bought, sold and paid for by the special interest groups and the international banking cartels, and they rule us with their doggone dual citizenship people in Congress. And we sit back and we go, "Oh yeah, it's good. You say anything about Israel, you're going to be cursed, man. You just shut up and let them do what they want to do." Nope. To do that anymore, I can't take this anymore. What have we got? We got pornography prevalent. All over the place of the internet with our young children and everything else. We got this perversion everywhere. How in the world, by supporting this group of people that want to have world dominion, have we been blessed as a nation? Chuck Baldwin's right about this. I mean, our country is going to hell in a handbasket, and we're supposed to sit here and go hoppity hoppity long long. We're all happy now because what are we doing? We're basically following their protocol. Guys, it's time that we say no. Now, in a few weeks, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to announce this on tomorrow's show with Doug Hagman. Austin and I are going up to New York, to Chappaquiddick. And Doug Hagman's going to be there, and Coach is going to be there. And we're going to protest.
0: Okay, now they actually had to change their plans. They're, they're not going to be able to make it up there. But I know that Coach and other people are going to be up there at Chappaqua outside of Hillary Clinton's house. The Coach has already been up there once, and he had the FBI investigate him after that happened. Uh, but he's going back up. Uh, okay, so here's the next one. This is from a few days, four days later. And this is really good, a really good audio clip because it's where the Hunger Games movie is discussed. One thing more effective than fear to control the masses is false hope. And that is what we're getting with Trump in office and with the Q movement. False hope that keeps everybody that supported Trump asleep. And that's what he's gonna discuss here.
2: Memories, a lot of times just dissipate. So that's just my side note on that. But one thing I wanted to address real quick, and this is something that I, I realized the other day, because I watched part of the first Hunger Games again today, the, the, the first one, which is the most important one you have to understand, because I like to remind myself that in that film, especially the first and second one, should be a stark reminder to anyone on why you should never, and I mean never, allow yourself to be disarmed. That's a whole nother topic. But one thing that I want people to remember, that he says in that movie, is probably one of the most important conversations that entire film as far as what it depicts, where the tyrant Snow, basically the guy, the old guy, the beard guy, that the runs the whole thing, the tyrant, he's talking to the game master And he goes, why do we have the Hunger Games? And the guy goes, I don't know. And he goes, wouldn't it be just as easy to take 24 people, round them up, and publicly execute them once a year? be the same thing, they would die, and one of them would basically get the Russian roulette and not die, you know, just, that's, that's what it is, you just execute them. And he goes, we don't do that because there's one thing that you can do that is more effective than fear. He goes, fear is one of the most effective tools to control population, fear. He goes, but there's one other thing, only one, one other thing that's more effective than fear, and that is hope hope. He said, if you don't have hope, then that is when you start having uprisings. When you have no hope and you're only bordered by fear, eventually the population starts to fight back because they have nothing left to fight for and all they do is live in fear. But if you have hope, a little hope is an amazing tool. A lot of hope is extremely dangerous and it must be be controlled and minimalized this is what they have done with the entire q movement it has been designed from a psychological operation to give the american patriot groups hope hope that somebody is going to come down as a knight in shining armor in the government the corrupt swamp that we see in washington and make everything go away put people in jail have 100,000 sealed indictments, haul Hillary Clinton off in shackles, have her go before a military tribunal, have her hung by the neck until dead. Everybody that's anybody in Washington that's ever been corrupt or is involved in corruption is basically going to be hung. And we're going to have this great cleansing of the United States government. And we have this hope because Q is constantly telling us what he's going to do. And he's going to use all this through Trump. That is why they have used it. Fear is the second most effective tool controlling the population, which they've gotten very, very good at. But hope is more effective, but it has to be controlled in a very, very minimal amount. This is why we have seen what they have done over the last couple of years. They saw with Obama, the only tool that was really going on was fear. People were kind of scared of what was going on, and the population was starting to wake up. It was starting to wake up, as you can see in the entire Trump campaign campaign, you saw what rallied. That that was not a Trump movement. That was a United States patriot movement that came together and said, whoa, 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 whoa. We actually have somebody here that may be on our side again. We are going to band together, and that's what we did. I mean, look, look at the doggone voting records of the United States. Even as much as they tried to corrupt it and tried to pollute it and tried to turn it into their election, look at the whole country. I mean, look, huge swaths almost the entire united states voted red the most democratic most idiotic places in the entire country voted blue and those are the ones that had the most pull and they still couldn't get it done this is what we have going on and we have to keep this movement going because as we see this tyrannical realm go back into place once they realize that we know there is no hope in Q anymore. And the only hope, the only true hope we have is in Jesus Christ. They know that the next step to bring back in is fear and control. And that is where, in my opinion, we're starting to fall into this next realm because we're all starting to realize this whole hope and change movement that Obama brought in and Trump brought in and the whole clown circus brought in and the Q movement brought in and all this stuff going together now isn't working much longer. The population's waiting. Up. So it's just something that I really wanted to kind of bring up here because I, I watched that movie again the other night. Very, very open. And obviously, there's a lot of propaganda in that film, so you have to really understand what you're looking at. There's a lot of subtlety in it. You have to understand when you're watching it, but you also can watch it with a very open mind and realize that is exactly what the bankers have in mind. They want to have multiple districts of good little laborers that do their job. They mine the coal. They mine the grain. They mine the gold they mine the diamonds, they do their own little work, here, here, this is what you do, this is your job, this is your job, completely separate from one another so they can't communicate. And then they control everybody, and of course, everything they do is either flying or trains in that film. If you notice that, there is no free transportation as far as being able to travel freely on your way via vehicle. That is where the goal is. Now, this brings me up to my next topic and why it is so important that everybody start getting really self-sufficient the next couple months if you haven't already done so. J.P. Morgan told clients Tuesday the American agricultural complex is on the verge of disaster. He stated overall this is a perfect storm for U.S. farmers, J.P. Morgan analysis warned. He said they've now downgraded John Deere's stock to underweight, citing fundamentals in the Midwest are rapidly deteriorating, and his downgrade was well-timed after Deere's earnings overnight, as Bloomberg reports that Deere & Co. is no longer cautiously optimistic and has been for so long, and they are on the the downtrend now we see in california that they're reporting that the national weather service for san francisco has said california will experience an unseasonal storm system that will bring 150 to 200 percent of its monthly rainfall to lower areas where i talked to you guys about this at the beginning of the week that california is now expected to get an unprecedented amount of rain
0: which is what's going to topple the dams oroville probably being the first and then it sounds like these other ones are candidates as well
2: ...reporting that higher amounts around Sierra Nevada could receive up to 30 inches of snow in the same amount of time. They also go on to say, and this is interesting because this is from the Daily Mail, and I'm I'm going to quote this guy real quick because this really, really shows you what type of weather warfare they're implementing right now. It is believed, due to a series of atmospheric rivers that are moving around California from the Pacific Ocean, sucking up water vapor from the ocean, AccuWeather is claiming that a complete block in the jet stream is pushing storms much further south on shore which is keeping the Sierra Nevada and mid-California areas insanely wet. And I quote, this is what he says, AccuWeather Senior Meteorologist Brett Anderson, a block in the jet stream is forcing storms to take a much more southern route on shore of western North America that is usual for the midter, latter part of May. So this is what they're having going on now. Most of the stuff that is going on should not be hitting California. It should be going up north, but it's not. It's all going California and then pushing to the Midwest areas again. Now, you guys know Texas has gotten flooded. Oklahoma's gotten flooded. A lot of these places in the Midwest are completely flooded. Now a new report comes in from Michael Schneider. This is interesting. It says, 2019 is turning about to be a nightmare for the agricultural industry. Endless rain and unprecedented flooding of fields all over the middle part of the country. Are soaked right now has prevented many farmers from getting their crops and ground at this point now corn farmers are up against the wall because crop insurance final planning dates have either passed or are coming quickly in addition every day after May 15th that corn is not in the ground farmers lose approximately 2% of their entire yield unfortunately more rain is on the way now coming from California and it looks like thousands of corn farmers will not be able to plant corn at all this year it is no exaggeration to say we Are facing a true national catastrophe. According to the Department of Agriculture, over the past five years, an average of almost 70% of all cornfields were already planted by now. look at the total amount now they're saying that just under 30% of the US 2019 corn crops have been planted by last Sunday corn crop numbers by states Minnesota only has 21% planted their five-year average currently is at 65% at this date North Dakota only 11% of their corn planted current date normally on a five-year average is 43% South Dakota only four percent of the corn is planted on a five-year average to date they are normally at 54 percent many farmers are extremely eager to plant crops but the wet conditions have literally made it impossible according to the u.s department of agriculture crop progress and, and
0: again even if the Orville dam doesn't breach we should be expecting skyrocketing food prices most likely uh, I, I don't see any uh, other way around it from these statistics. And if Orville goes and California goes, then it's gonna be a whole other level.
2: Report 11% of Illinois' corn has been planted and only about 4% of soybeans. Last year at this time, 88 percent of their corn was already in the ground and 56 percent of their soybeans were already in the ground this time last year we have not had a year quite like this before in history as far as in recent history with the population this high the u.s food production is going to be substantially below expectations this year i highly encourage everyone to get prepared for a much higher food prices and uncertainty in the food market now The reason why I'm saying this is now follow me for a second. We see that we're having an unprecedented issue with food growth in the United States. Corn is huge, and I don't eat corn. I'm not a huge fan of corn primarily because it's Monsanto, but understand, we use 10% of corn in fuel 10 percent of corn is ethanol now we also use corn in almost every single processed food whether it's high fructose corn syrup whether it's corn starch i mean you know the drawing go down the list corn is used in just about everything especially in processed food now we have
0: import also an animal feed i mean you hear the, the expression corn fed well they feed it back even though like cows are meant to feed off grass and that's what they're meant to eat. They'll, they'll give them the corn to fatten them up quicker. And uh, corn will put weight on, you know. <laughs> I know I have to stay away from, like, corn stuff because, for the most part, it, it, man, that stuff will just put weight on you like crazy. Once you're past, you know, the age of, like, whatever, whenever your metabolism starts to slow down, you got to be really careful with corn. And then, not only that, but mo the vast majority of the corn they're putting out is GMO corn which is just like frankenfood. So, you want to you want to stay away from it, but a lot of the point he's trying to make is a lot of things are connected to corn in this country and we're going to have the most abysmal corn harvest it sounds like that we've ever seen percentage-wise.
2: Grain, corn, all types of stuff from China. You guys know that. For decades now, we've been importing food from China, which still boggles my mind. I've never really understood that concept. But here's just a speculative question. Could all this be happening right now with the trade wars with China, the giant storms we're having, the massive flooding out west, all be happening at the same time for a reason? Once trade war with China goes full hot, imports are going to halt, period. Exports are going to halt. Period. Everything's gonna stop. Now, flooding and rain being at some point 70-year highs, I mean, breaking 70-year records in some part of the countries right now, at the same time, most of the U.S. reserve grain and food supply has been declining for years. Now we're seeing that the corn production in the United States is going to be virtually next to nothing. At the same time, we have a population growth almost exponentially because of illegal immigration. Roughly 110,000 people coming to the border in the United States, just in the southern border. Every single month right now currently. That is not even including the refugees that are coming into the United States from the Middle East. The population growth is growing at a rapid pace. At the same time, the food production is going through the floor due to all these other circumstances I just told you. And then, at the point that China goes to war with the United States in a giant terror fight, which seems to be occurring right now, we're not gonna have any food that we're going to basically import from China anymore. We're gonna be on our own. Could this possibly be the begin of the economic collapse that we have so much talked about? This is just speculation on my part, but these topics that I just brought up, the food, the water, the tariffs, all this population growth, those are not speculation. Those are facts, and I want to bring them up because that's why right now I implore everybody, make sure you have adequate preparations. You have stored water. I've had a lot of people
0: – Okay, so. We have that and a lot of really good heads up information regarding and the, the information on the on the q movement which i really never got into that before but i'm going to do a little section on it here to kind of bolster um what we're talking about here with the q movement now this first uh video is called QAnon: and the plan to fool the world it's about having exposed the people who make up QAnon and is running a psyop with the primary intention of making money
3: a online conspiracy group called QAnon is being debunked by one of the group's founders. One America's Jack Posobiec spoke with one of the former top members of the group and has this exclusive.
4: For the past 10 months, an online movement has been picking up steam in America and has moved from online forums to Reddit, to Twitter, and to YouTube. It leapt from the little screen to the big screen when people began showing up at political rallies. Wearing and this
0: was posted eight months ago, just so you know
4: and waving signs that carried the name of the movement, QAnon, or simply Q. What is QAnon? Where did it come from? What is its purpose? And most importantly, who is Q? Well, Q first made its appearance on the web forum known as 4chan in October of 2017, referring to himself as the Q clearance patriot. Q messages known as drops follow a pattern of Socratic method, questioning, cryptic messages, riddles, and coded drops of information. The earliest cue drops referenced an upcoming arrest of Hillary Clinton to take place on October 30th, 2017. That didn't happen. (laughs) Instead, what happened on October 30th was quite the contrary. It was the exact opposite of the poster's prediction. Trump campaign officials and advisors, Paul Manafort, Rick Gates, and George Papadopoulos were all indicted. Manafort and Gates were placed under home arrest. Q would go on to report many more predictions in these drops, without any clear sign of them ever coming true.
0: Now I'm going to go ahead and go over several of them, of the the more of the earlier ones. Uh, It's just failed after failed after failed prediction. And, you know, you look at Deuteronomy 18, which is the test of a prophet. I mean, unless they're getting it 100% right 100% of the time, they're not of God. Well, Q you know has an abysmal abysmal track record showing that they don't have this insider knowledge that they're just it's this false hope that they keep putting out and it's over and over and over and people just ignore the last failed cue thing and go on to the next and act like you know so again a tree is known by its fruit and in the the fruit of the Q movement is absolutely rotten
4: Several months before this occurred, a Twitter user named Dreamcatcher reached out to this reporter and told me about an op that he was planning with notorious pro-Trump troll microchip that would plant bits of information on 4chan and act like it was coming from a high-level source inside the administration or the intelligence community. That later became the QAnon operation. I obtained chat logs from the two at that time in August of 2017, which back up their statements to us. That signing FBI anon is good too, looks spooky, but we should do our own thing, one of them wrote. Let's use the Socratic method to question people, and they're going to flip on suggestions alone, said Microchip. Just sign at Micro, Dreamcatcher replied. But the response was that they needed something more sinister, and Q was born. Well, that's why I asked Microchip to record a video of himself opening up the Discord app on his iOS and scrolling through his screen to show us that the messages were not photoshopped or recreated in any way. Here is that video. I also interviewed Microchip to hear his take on the why and the how he created Q. With the QA on stuff, it wasn't. This wasn't something that was.
3: This is hard when to explain because. This wasn't something planned by...
0: This is the founder of the Q movement
3: here. ...came together and said, this is our operation to take out something, right? Uh, It wasn't like that. This happened actually. I would say it's more of a a mistake that happened, right? But I've uh, infiltrated um, anti-thought groups. have literature that they talk about, right? That There's uh, dissident books and things like that of how to
4: riot. So they're obsessed with... What I would say, some of the anarchist writers and socialist anarchist right. writers from Europe in the 1900s, I've noticed. Yeah. Yes. Big time,
3: right? And um, and it comes to the Solinsky type stuff, right? Like how the rules for radicals, how to how to uh, disrupt society, etc. And one of those books that they came up with was this uh, was Q by the Italian author guy, right? And in that book, uh, he did the the ominous messaging, and um, he would sign his messages as Q. We wanted to do something else. We started talking about different ways that uh, we could engage Trump supporters. And then uh, we came up with a list of different things like, you know, what are these people interested in that sparks their attention? You've got George Soros. You've got Obama working with uh, CIA and FBI to smear Trump in this Russian investigation. Once Trump was inaugurated, there was a lot of talk about that. You've got Trump uh, surrounding himself with generals. People thought he was going to you know, start World War III and things like that. Um, Alex Jones, you know, spewed out a bunch of stuff about <laughs> war and all kinds of crazy theories. And so this was what was getting Trump supporters excited. We put together um, a list of different questions that uh, would spark people's attention or different items. We filtered it out and randomly, one day, a dreamcatcher on a post on 4chan, there was a, there was a post where somebody said Hillary Clinton will be arrested. Like shortly, right? Something like that. It was complete stupidity because I mean, she's not arrested.
0: How many times have I seen those posts about Q? There's still, every day you go up to Before It's News, I mean, and there's usually at least one, um, like I'm looking like right now, Operation Hammer Exposed, Closing Act Coming Soon, World Begins to Reject Globalism, you know, it's just, it's never ending with this Q stuff. Um, I'm just looking for, for more of them because there's usually several up here. Uh, and it's just, it's gone beyond Q. A lot of people, uh, there's so many people on alternative, uh, media that pick this up and run with it and then have their own videos on it. And, um, Greg Hunter, massive crimes will soon be revealed and prosecuted. Obama had private blackmail data on millions of Americans. I mean, this stuff is never ending about Q and it's been going on for literally years at this point. I mean, for a long, long time. And this is this, this hope, some people have referred to it as hope porn, where it's this false hope that they keep instilling over and over and over again, even though they fail every single time, the people are so desperate for hope that they're willing to ignore all of the failed predictions. It's really sad what's going on here. And it was one of those things where somebody was trying to set up some type of a, of a of a gaslight type campaign right again.
3: And so because we've been talking about this stuff, Dreamcatcher went to the next level. And he took that whole snippet and he added that she'll be arrested at this specific time in the next few days or something, right? And people responded to it. But the, the problem with the QAnon stuff, and I'm glad um, that our small group left. And it's not that we, we were ever a part of making the full QAnon. Um, but uh, it... It's turned dangerous, and I don't like that. I mean, some of the stuff that's happening, it seems pretty dangerous. These people are are being gaslit by whoever's doing it now. They didn't want it to go that far. Uh, it was like a, this was meant to be just like a small unifying factor, just like the petition, right? Something quick, easy, done, out the door. It wasn't meant to go as far as it has with... Uh, and I can't remember the stories of what the, the QA9 people are doing now.
4: One guy... Um, thought that that he was being told by voices to kill the president. We saw someone who tried to, you know, tried to essentially cause a scene at the Hoover Dam with his van uh, to force yeah. the DOJ to release the IG report. Um, that was, that, that's a big one that's been pointed out a lot.
3: None of the stuff that uh, we would ever troll on is supposed to go that far. It's supposed to meant, it's meant to be funny to get people's imaginations going. Point is, is people are being exploited by others who are
0: cognizant of that. It's showing in the background of all these different Trump rallies and all these different Patriot rallies where they've got shoes, I'm sure, shoes, shirts that say, like, we are Q, Q. I mean, there's all these different, they're making millions off this, off the merchandising alone of the Q movement and all these people that make up homemade signs and all these things that all of these patriots that have just bought into this hook, line, and sinker
3: Whole process within Trump supporters' minds, and they're being used, and I and I feel terrible about that. Part of the reason uh, I even decided to speak about the story is because QAnon is dangerous, um, and, I've, and I've been I've spoken about this since early 2017. I told people you've got to stop doing it, and I never wanted to be attached to it. Um, that's why I've not said anything about it. But now is the time to come out and say it's time to be done, guys. There is something going on with Trump. But QAnon is not going to solve your problems. There is no mysterious agency that's magically going to come save you, riding in on a you know, white horse like, a, like I guess Mormons would believe. But the idea is that um, you have to get out and you have to actually do stuff because QAnon is not going to save you. You've got to go out and vote. You've got to go out and do activism. You can't just sit at home and then hope that these magical guys behind the scenes are magically going to save the USA because they're not there.
4: Well, Microchip and his cohorts dropped off on Q posts fairly early on, but a new crew caught on to the op. This crew brought the Q postings first from 4chan onto a new board controlled by themselves on the message board 8chan. They began to introduce the aspect of trip codes and changing these trip code passwords to validate the Q persona. Then they decided to find more user friendly ground by founding Reddit pages such as CBTS, Calm Before the Storm, and The Great Awakening. Along the way, many people came and went from the group posting as QAnon. Apparently, there is an online market for anonymous posts from unknown sources. Thousands of dollars have been made by the professional Q decoders, while others turn the movement into a cheap buck by profiting off of merchandise and paid mobile apps. They're
0: showing all these pages where they're selling all this Q merchandise. The people currently making
4: the most money I mean, off... And they're even taking donations. ...of Q appear to be the Patriot Soapbox group. Numerous times through their user, Pamphlet Anon, he's revealed himself to have had access to Q's trip code passwords and has even accidentally posted as Q while logged in on 8chan via livestream. He also once embarrassingly was caught claiming a post was from Q that did not contain the actual trip code validation. Not that hard to figure (laughs) out how he knew about the post when no one else did. He recently set up an LLC out of his parents' house to take in more donations from Ah. Q followers. Recently, both Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Sean Spicer have been asked to confirm if Q was a real source. They both flatly denied that there was any truth to the posts. For those who followed this online movement, this information may come as somewhat of a shock, but hopefully this information will be seen as a helpful reminder to question anonymous sources on the internet and to remain skeptical of claims when events and situations take other directions, as been the case here. While the people involved in this movement may have begun posting as Q for whatever reason, the fact remains that people did enjoy these posts in this form of information. And perhaps that can be the starting off point for a new series of riddles and puzzles and a new type of information system. There certainly appears to be an interest in it. But from the start, whoever ends up running it should always be open, honest, and truthful about who they are and what their motives are.
0: Okay, so we have that. That goes on for another, oh my word, 57, goes to f- 57 minute mark. But I, I think you kind of got the gist of it there now. Here are loads of, and I'm only giving you a fraction of what is in this report, here are loads of QAnon predictions that have failed to come true. And this was last updated on, um, uh, looks like it was last updated on August of uh, last year, August 27th. So who, who knows how many more failed predictions have happened since then, but... They don't make good prog- prog- very good prognosticators, whoever they are. <laughs> These are the people behind the Q movement. Since exploding on the conspiracy theory scene in October of 2017, the self-proclaimed Donald Trump administration insider who calls himself QAnon has, made many, has, has a great many predictions of what will be happening next from specific incidents taking place on exact days to general claims of great events to come. Most recently, Q's drop on August 19th, and that was of last year, uh, which was drop 1926, kicks the can down the road where the supposed great awakening of unsealed indictments and mass arrests will take place, citing several Trump executive orders as proof. You know, these, these executive orders, I don't even know what they're up to. These supposed sealed executive orders where last time I checked, they were I think they were like around 80,000 of all of these the criminal cabal that they're amassing and they're going to start unsealing these indictments and then all the bad guys like hillary clinton and and you know the bushes and obama and them are all going to end up going to jail okay so this is this this um hope this false hope that they keep putting out so if q's latest prediction holds with the rest of them the deep state has nothing to worry about as most of q predictions have fizzled out With virtually nothing happening indeed the predictions have gotten vaguer content to mostly forecast things happening next week or soon well because they kind of started wising wising up a little bit but it wasn't always like that in fact q kicked off his prognosticating with a bang using his first few dozen posts to spin an elaborate conspiracy theory that continues to be cited to this day. And this was the first drop ever on October 28, 2017, that claimed that Hillary Rodham Clinton extradition was already in motion, effective yesterday, with several countries in case in case of uh, cross-border run, in case she tried to flee the com- country. So they had all these countries that were on alert for her. With drop two alleging that hrc hillary rodham clinton detained but not arrested yet and that there would be massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the u.s and here's a literal post of it if you want to look at it so we know none of that happened okay after a stretch of posts full of rhetorical questions and vague claims q used drop number 15 to predict that john podesta the child molesta would be indicted on the pizzagate fame would be indicted on November third, and the Clinton. And then remember, this is 2017. Indicted on November third, and the Clinton aide Huma Abedin would be un, indicted on November sixth, and she was the one that was with Hillary when they made the uh, when they made that tape that was on um, her husband Anthony Weiner's laptop, where they were killing the, the little girl and cutting her face off. Okay, so. She was going to go down on November 6th. We know none of that happened ever. Drop number 16 posted the same day, claimed that Friday and Saturday will deliver on the MAGA promise. Uh, Now, remember, this was in 2017, with a thorough house cleaning of our government. That Friday, November 3rd, saw the president leave for a turf for Asia. No firings, but the predictions continued. The false predictions continued. After a series of vague and insinuations about the National Guard being activated in various major cities, which was not true, Q again claimed in drop number 25 that proof of his predictions would begin on 11-3. Remember, this is 2017. Again, the only significant event of this day was the president leaving for Asia, so nothing happened. So these are all lies. These are all lies. These are all what you would stone a false prophet for in the Old Testament. But they just do it over and over again, and, you know, people just keep posting and, and, and all of these different alternative people and alternative media because they've got so much invested in this and evidently are so full of pride and so so afraid of losing their listener base they just keep putting out this vomit garbage and these lies they, and they keep deceiving and perpetuating this lie well they're going to have to answer to god for that is all i can say in drop number 32 q claim that the initial wave of arrest will be fast and meaningful with many members of the media jailed as deep cover agents. Finally, in drop number 34, unveiled a host of predictions for what Q claimed would happen immediately. He claimed that over, over the course of the next several days, you will undoubtedly realize that we are taking back our great country. These are all quotes. He claimed that everything he'd been talking about in secret will be revealed and will not be openly accepted, um, resulting in public riots. Q claimed that because of the imminent arrest of November 3rd and the announcement of John Podesta's arrest the next day, quote, a state of temporary military control will be actioned. And that, quote, we will be initiating the emergency broadcast system, or the EMS, during this time in an effort to provide the direct message avoiding the fake news to all of its citizens. Obviously, none of this ever happened. So all these are total lies. Okay. Drop number 38 continued with the conspiracy fantasizing, predicting that Quote, other state actors attempting to harm us during this transition, along with increased military movement, National Guard deployments starting tomorrow, and false flags. None of this happened. As part of the imminent event of the of the third, Q claimed Q claimed in drop number 44 that, quote, before POTUS departs on Friday, he will be sending an important me- message via Twitter which evidently never happened, used used, and then they used drop number 47 to warn his readers to be vigilant today and expect a major false flag and claimed in drop 55 that President Trump would unleash a massive military purge, now nicknamed the Storm, with a, treat, with a tweet reading, my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. Again, none of this ever happened, any of it. All lies. Total stinking lies. Q continued to ratchet up the tension though, predicting in drop number 61 that there would be Quote, Twitter and other social media blackouts that would accompany the massive deep state purge, which never happened. Finally, in drop number 65, Q claimed it has begun. With drop number 67 predicting that the news of John Podesta's military plane being forced down will be leaked with a prominent fake news anchor being pulled off the air. Needless to say, none of what Q predicted in his first 60 plus posts took place, all of them were lies all of them the national guard was never called up mass arrests never took place hillary clinton and john Podesta were never detained or arrested donald trump never sent a tweet mentioning the storm and the emergency alert system was never activated thus proving they're all everything about this is a total lie and yet the alternative patriot movement just kept lopping lapping this stuff up like pig slop and ignoring all of the failed predictions and they're still doing it to this day. But that didn't stop the movement, though. However, Q seemed to learn from his mistakes and, and mostly stopped making specific predictions about events to come, shifting to vague statements about world events, terror attacks, and political intrigue. On December 10th, Q predicted in drop, uh, and I think this is of last year, drop number uh, 326 that false flags would occur. With, quote, POTUS 100% insulated, meaning Trump being 100% insulated, and to, quote, expect fireworks, Q Believer seized on a partially detonated pipe bomb at the New York City's Port Authority terminal bus, and Q took credit the next day for thwarting the attack. Oh, I bet he did. Any, any little any little toehold this devil can get, he's going to get. In drop number... 647, Q seemed to predict a major event involving the Department of Defense for February 1st, calling it the Day of Days. Nothing of note happened, though, either on that or to that agency or the federal government in general that day. A few days later, after that fizzled, Q insinuated and dropped number 700 that the weekend of February 10th and the 1st would be a suicide weekend for individuals targeted by the president. There were no high pro- But there were no high profile high-profile suicides by public figures that weekend. So everything this guy puts out, for the most part, is a lie, from what we can see. Drop number 796 was a post full of quasi-military chatter that seemed to predict a possible car bombing in London around February 16th. I think this is bringing us to up to more current. No terrorist attack of any type, though, happened in London at all that month, etc., 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 Okay, if you want to read the the full thing, I'll give you the link here. It it goes on and on and on. Total lies. Um going to play another clip here regarding Ted Brower and um, America will lose the trade war because that is what the globalists want to happen. So we're going to look at that aspect of things right now as well.
1: Uh, yesterday, Zero Hedge put an article out, Zero Hedge. And usually Tyler Durden has everything underneath his own name. But this time it was authored by Brandon Smith via the altmarket.com. And I've never seen Tyler Durden put out one this strong before and reprint it. One of the best articles I've ever read. We've posted it on healthmasters.com, so you need to read it. And it's called America Will Lose the Trade War because that is what the globalists want to happen. So times of great political and social crisis can always be linked back to a common root cause, false paradigms. There are many people out there who have no clue what this phrase means, just have no clue what the phrase controlled opposition means. This is going back to what Otto Kahn said. Now, I'm not quoting Otto Kahn. I should have written the article, by the way. I, should, I need to rewrite it. Otto Kahn, central banker, 1920, said, we control both sides which means controlled opposition. Some of these people are new activists to the liberty movement who recently joined because of their fervor for the Trump administration. They think the world of sovereignty and nationalism revolves around Trump because frankly, they've been duped by a false paradigm themselves. False paradigms are a base tactic of what is known as a fourth generation warfare. The purpose of the fourth generation warfare is described in the document from Psychop to Mind War. A document, document circulated within the DOD by the DOD, by the way, Department of Defense, by the Seventh Psychological Operations Group, and written by now former General Paul Vailey, You know, in the document, and, and former Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino. By the way, he was a self-professed Satanist. Yep. He started one of the churches of Satan's in California. I
0: kid you not. High-level government. Michael Aquino. High-level Satanist. I mean, the guy didn't even try to hide it. He did all this weird garbage with, like, his eyebrows where he, like, curled them up and stuff. I mean, he couldn't. He he looked like Bela Lugosi. I mean, just like vampire. And he was in a, yet he was in a military uniform. He worked out of the Presidio in um, San Francisco where all kind of evil, corrupt stuff happened. And children went missing. And I mean, I could do a whole study on Aquino. And I have mentioned him a lot before in the past. I've just never done a dedicated, but very, very high-level um, warlock.
1: Making this stuff up, I recommend it as a means to understand how the globalists tend to think and how they use division to conquer populations and to come to terms with the fact that these people are not held in check by empathy or morality or reason. What an incredible first paragraph or second paragraph of this article. As far as fourth-generation warfare is concerned... Mind war describes a method of psychological manipulations and propaganda used by governments and militaries as a means to turn a target population against itself. Are you listening to me? The goal is to win a war against a group of people by causing them to destroy each other so that the government does not have to combat them directly. How about the abortion war right now? How about what's going on with that? How about what's going on with people absolutely attacking each other over the abortion issue? How about people attacking each other over white privilege or male privilege or cis privilege or transgender privilege? I mean, they're using all of these special interest groups now to divide and conquer our population. We've stopped raising little Americans. False paradigms are the premier tool for pursuing this outcome. They were achieved by dividing a population through false leadership and fake sometimes real outside threats as well as manufactured crisis events. Globalist institutions and the political puppets they control use false paradigms as a means to distract the public away from their criminal endeavors. In other words, you know, Julian Assange is being arrested. Hillary Clinton trots around free. <laughs> While we are focused on the political left or the political right or the Russians or the Iranians or the Chinese, they're exploiting our fear and doubt to gain more centralization and more power. For globalists, the great prize is, of course, open global economic manage- management management rather than covert management, a one-world currency, a cashless society, as well as global government. I'm going to add to this article, in a one-world religion under Lucifer, they want a veritable worldwide feudal plantation state, and they want the masses to embrace it willingly, or perhaps even beg for it, like Henry Kissinger said. To obtain this prize, they will need a considerable economic disaster. Here we go. The U.S. economy and the dollar would have to be undermined, the Americas would not be cons- would not consent to global governance as long as our society remains relatively fluent and comfortable. In other words, as long as we're kind of doing what we want to do and chilling out, we're not going to want somebody to take over the United States. But Henry Kissinger said, when the troops show up, we'll be begging for it. But how is this being accomplished by the elites? And now I'm not going to call them elites. I'm just going to call them Luciferians. You know, blankety-blank on that elite stuff. These people are not elites. They're 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 they're, they're, they're they suck. Okay. I can't stand these guys, and I'm not going to – that's I started by that one guy. I'm not going to mention his name. Who you say, oh, the elite said this and the elite said that. No, no. The low-life, sabotaging, cabalist, luciferian scum. There you go. This. There you go. They're not the elites. They're not the elites. No way, no way. And he goes – and these are the central bankers, by the way. But now they're They're basically accomplishing this. Now what are they going to do with their trade plans? I have been writing extensively – on controlled demolition of the U.S. economy for some time. January 2018, I predicted in my article, Party While You Can, central blank, ready to pop the everything bubble, that Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve would pursue policy tightening and will continue to until the bubble in the fundamentals corporate debt, consumer debt, housing, retail, stock markets collapse. So far, I've been proven correct. The fundamentals are plunging, and only stock markets remain. In a second.
0: Okay, I just want to interrupt real quick here. This just broke. Now, remember what I had said before, the the tweet that I had um, read from Trump? It's, it's confirmed. It's one of the top reports on Drudge right now. Trump vows to end Iran if it threatens the U.S. again. President Trump threatened to destroy Iran in a tweet sent in the wake of reports that a rocket was fired into Baghdad's heavily fortified green zone less than a mile away from the U.S. embassy, which is exactly what we just reported on. If Iran wants to fight, that will be the official end of Iran. Never threaten the United States again, Trump tweeted Sunday afternoon. Uh, And then they're saying, it's unclear exactly what promoted Trump's posting, but the news outlets reported explosions in the Iraqi capital and a rocket launcher was discovered. Well, we told you what it was. Okay, so again, they're going to act like we don't really know what's going on because evidently they don't want to release that quite yet they want to be able to control the narrative maybe it'll be out by tomorrow i don't know but that's further confirmation of what we talked about in the part one of this report today order
1: 2019 the fed is still cutting assets exponentially from its balance sheet It still refuses to pull interest rates back from their neutral rate of inflation despite the predictions of many of the mainstream alternative media personally i don't think we're in neutral inflation I think we're about 10% inflation. I would, I would not have put that into this article. The Fed has used the tactic of addictive stimulus measures and artificial low interest rates to create massive financial bubbles in the past, and they almost always use tightening policies to collapse. In short, according to Friedman and Schwartz, because of the institutional changes and misguided doctrines, the banking panics of the Great Contraction were much more severe and widespread than they would normally occur during a downturn. And yes, this is happening again today. As the economy nosedives, banking institutions buy up more hard assets. Listen to me; this is what I've told you: what they do. As the economy nosedives, the banking institutions buy up blue chip stocks. They buy up land. They buy up houses. They buy up buy up gold, and they consolidate more power because they know they're fixing to collapse everything, and they want to have real assets when they when they when they cash back out. It's exactly what they did to the Weimar Republic. You got to watch what they did: hyperinflation. In the Weimar Republic, the only people that survived it had blue chip stocks, gold, silver, hard assets, land. That's it. But if you put all your cash in the land, you're going to find out that when the crap hits the fan and you're out of cash and you got to pay your taxes, this is what they did to the South during the Civil War, after the Civil War, during Reconstruction, and they buy things for tax receipts for pennies on the dollar. And each time global economic management has suggested as a possible solution to this very crisis, it's very created. Okay? And then he says, my question has never been, will there be a crash? The crash of the U.S. is mathematically inevitable. In my article, Trump Trade Wars was a perfect smokescreen for a market crash published in March 2018, I outlined exactly how they plan to get away with it. In the article, I examined the strange number of similarities in policy between Donald Trump and Herbert Hoover. There we go. They've already done it before, including the use of large-scale tariffs right before the collapse of the U.S. financial system. It is right before the Great Depression. While it was the Federal Reserve's interest rate increases and the weakness that exaggerated and prolonged the Great Depression for many years, it was Herbert Hoover's policy and perhaps the gold standard that were blamed for the crash, because they didn't want to have the blame go on the Federal Reserve Bank, which contracted the M1 money supply. That should have been mentioned in the article. In other words, Donald Trump is following almost the exact same path as Herbert Hoover, and Trump's trade war with China is being used by the banking elites and there they said that again, the banking scum of the planet, as cover for their sabotage of the U.S. economy. In the end, it will be Trump and all of his populist followers who will get the blame for the deep of our financial structure, and the central bankers will once again have the perfect scapegoat in the stooge of Donald Trump. I added that. And then he goes on and says, that Trump and the false left-right paradigm. But how could the banking elites and globalists possibly predict Trump's behavior in order to take advantage of it? Well, if you look at Trump's backgrounds, what I said yesterday, as well as the number of elites he's placed within his own cabinet. Now, these aren't elites. This is Goldman Sachs scum, CFR scum, Rothschild crony scum. The reality, if the situation becomes clear, Trump is a puppet and always yes. has been. Yes, There. He said it, we say it, now I'm saying it again. He's a puppet.
0: See, multiple people are finally getting this this message and they're coming out and saying it openly uh, because it's becoming increasingly obvious by the day that he is a puppet and that he has surrounded himself with the biggest deep state swamp creatures that he said he was going to drain, but he's done this all by design on purpose because his handlers told him, this is what you need to do. You need to put the biggest war hawk cabinet you can put in around you so that we can initiate world war three with you in office and then ultimately when the economy collapses and when everything goes south you're going to be the one blamed, and all your conservative followers as well because they're going to point to you know you and the policies you ran upon and stood upon and say see look this doesn't work we need you know communism we need socialism we need this one world government and I'm telling you, this is the way I'm seeing it's going to play out. He will be the fall guy.
1: He goes on to say, in my article, Trump is a pie Piper for the New World Order. Here we go, baby. Yep. You're going to dance. Yep. I outlined Trump's history with the bank and elites, including his relationship with the Rothschild yep. banking agent, Wilbur Ross, who mm-hmm. bailed Trump out of his debts and saved him from the effects yep. of bankruptcies in the 90s. Yes. I've told you that dozens of times. Yep. Trump's biggest campaign promise in 2016 was to drain the swamp in D.C. of the financial lowlife scum and globalists that Hillary Clinton was closely tied to. But when he entered the White House, he made Wilbur Ross Rothschild. Is secretary of commerce uh, hired on Goldman Sachs goons like Steve Munchin, Gary Cohn, and has brought war monitoring, psychopathic think tank members like John Bolton and Mike Pompano to his cabinet.
0: How- it's, it's Mike Pompeo. How
1: can you still say Trump is doing a job? Well, okay, this is not three dimensional chess. This is BS. Yep. He's exactly right on this. The globalists don't have to predict Trump's behavior. They dictate his behavior. I told you he's being controlled. Yep. Thus, this false left-right paradigm reigns supreme once again. The same paradigm many Trump followers thought they were escaping by rallying against the Clinton mm-hmm. presidency. Current Trump cheerleaders completely ignore all of this. However, I've not seen one of them confront the issue of Trump's cabinet or his association with the Rothschilds. I have, I have.
0: How could this not be part of the strong delusion that God said he was going to send in Second Thessalonians chapter 2? For this cause, I will send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but at pleasure in unrighteousness. It's so obvious and so flagrant right now what's going on with Trump that I don't, anybody with any kind of eyes to see, ears to hear and hearts to receive should be able to see this if they're doing any kind of honest research. And yet this is anathema to even talk about this in a lot of different circles. In a lot of different social media circles because there's, they figure, well, I've got so much invested in Trump and I don't be the, I don't want to be the first one or whatever, you know, I'm not saying it is the only part of the strong delusion, but it seems to be a a component of the strong delusion from what I'm seeing.
1: Neither they either ignore it or outright they claim that Trump is keeping his enemies close huh. using his expertise yeah. to free America.
0: Right. This is and he's playing four D chess. He's just so many moves above, above his uh, ahead of his enemies that they have no clue what they're even doing. Yeah. Right. That's why you would surround yourself with. Total Luciferians and Satanists that have done this numerous times before because you want to keep your enemies close. Makes perfect sense to me.
1: Insanity. This is not three-dimensional chess. It's insanity. But it showcases the power of the false paradigm. Conservatives were so afraid of Clinton that they jumped on the bandwagon of Trump's controlled opposition administration and they refused to admit they've been conned. Now, I'm going to stop for one second. I don't believe we got conned. I'm going to say this. I believe that Trump had good intentions when he was running for office because he...
0: I can't give him that much credit now knowing what I know about him. That if I have the time, you'll see it in subsequent reports. This guy's been compromised forever. Okay? Maybe Maybe he did have good intentions. Okay? I'm not saying he didn't do any good when he first got in. Obviously, you know, I reported on a lot of the... Things that he did that were good. I don't know whether at some point they really just got to him, whether he was cloned, whether he was whatever. I've heard, I've read things where his DNA has been modified. He he took the DNA enhancement that they that they give to the elite, and and then that from that point forward he's been. Ch- I mean, there's a lot of theories out there, but the bottom line is, is we have really seen a um, a seemingly more radical shift in the last three to four months where it's just overt evil now if you really are looking at this stuff and, and everything that he's saying is just window dressing to appease the masses and you look at what q is doing and it's just all it's just so obvious now what's going on
1: without too much stuff like immunizations the federal reserve bank and all of this other stuff was going on he called he was calling it all out in these giant rallies mm-hmm. i believe that that wilbur Robinson... but he
0: also knew that's what people wanted to hear so
1: boys and girls and the Rothschild banking cartel, who's got Trump by the um, by the nape of the neck, we'll put it that way, that they're basically saying, hey, bud, here's what you're going to do. Hey, here's, bud, what's going to happen to your family, and here's what's going to happen to you financially. You're going to do what we tell you to do because there's going to be H-E-double-sticks to pay if you don't. And we have showed you what we can do in the last two years by having this giant – False paradigm about you and the russians and we could have impeached you at any time we wanted to so by gosh you're going to listen to us now and you're going to do what you say or we're going to make your life miserable that's what i believe they've done to trump and trump being the stooge bless his heart that he is all right remember what he told billy bush grab him by the yeah that's him that's our president yeah he doesn't know what to do he's the accidental president like robert david Steele said he expected hillary to win I mean, who in the world could compete against that Hillary war machine? I can tell you who. Julian Assange. Oh, that's right. He's the one that's being tortured in the prison in England right now. Oh, that's the same Julian Assange with WikiLeaks. Oh, yeah, when he released Opodesta and his soul cooking, blood drinking buddies. <laughs> yeah. We all rallied behind Donald because we were believing God that he was going to help us out of this mess that these financial scum have brought upon us in the United States. Donald Trump left the Trump movement. He left Make America Great Again. We are still out there wanting to make America great again. Donald Trump has capitulated to the new world order and the financial, banking, Rothschild, blood-drinking scum that ruled this planet. Now, I can't be any more direct than this. Now, that's about as type A as I can get. I'm doing my best not to say a bad word here and there.
0: He needs to stop sugarcoating and stop beating around the bush. I think that's his biggest problem.
1: Because this is absolutely right in what's happened. Trump has capitulated. To those who actually track the health of the US economy Trump's statements may even seem delusional. If you understand that the Trump is controlled opposition, that he is not he is playing a scripted role of a bumbling villain, his statements make perfect sense. The U.S. economy is not the greatest it's ever been. In fact, it's the worst it's been since the crash of 2008. I have evidence, evidence in clear detail that the crash in U.S. economic fundamentals is accelerating. Trump is wrapping himself around the implosion of the everything bubble as a mascot of fiscal destruction and is trying to drag all conservatives with him. Guys, I couldn't have said it better than that. And okay, then it goes so, on to
0: talk about... So that's the rub. It goes on for quite a lo- bit longer. Um, but... The, to to segue from this report that he just read, this is the next report from State of the Nation. It's time for the Patriot Movement to wake up to the truth about Trump's foreign policy. Uh, State of the Nation, our partnering site covering national news, posted a recent prescient article in May of two thousand sixteen, titled "Trump Was Chosen." Now, this was in May of 2016, and it was entitled, Trump was chosen to implement the nuclear option to declare a U.S. Inc. bankruptcy. So, they're saying this way, way, way back in May of 2016, three years ago, before he even got in. Trump was chosen to implement the nuclear option to declare a U.S. Inc. bankruptcy. And I keep seeing more and more of this. Many folks felt this was our best piece on a Trump presidency published six months before he was even elected. Now we are witnessing an unparalleled, an epic trade war with not only China, but also every nation not aligned with the Zio Anglo-American Axis or the ZAAAs. Really, how's that going to end for the USA? By by the way, all indications are that this escalating trade war with China will not end well or quickly. Here are two other recent reality checks about this intensifying trade war that the patriot movement must understand. One is entitled, and I'll give you the links here, in the PDF for May 20th, 2019. The first report is trade war with China heats up, no end in sight. And then the next one, this tariff war will only get uglier. American consumer suffers the most more farmers will go bankrupt (laughs) and then we see what about what could happen with orville how that could affect farming and then what happened with the flooding in the midwest and now that they don't even have corn in the ground they're losing two percent of their yield every day they don't plant so lest anyone underestimate the resolve of china to win this trade war the following short analysis makes clear the forces at work it's it's war an all-out trade war between the u.s and china the same article reveals Trump's determination to not back down one iota. Where is this going to end for the entire global economy except at the bottom of a downward spiral trage- trajectory? Uh, State of the Nation has noted that several times the parallels between Herbert Hoover, who was is, who is wrongfully blamed for the Great Depression, and President Trump, another businessman outsider, which are both striking and undeniable. Everything points to a great likelihood that the New World Order globalist cabal has set up the Global Monopoly game board so that this when this game is finally over and it will be fairly soon, Trump will get all the blame. And as a result, his followers will too. It'll be another reason that the left and everybody aligned with the left can focus their hate in on conservatives, on Republicans, on pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitution, all of that will be blamed collectively on us as well. The globalists have been planning a controlled demolition of the global economic financial system for many decades, and Trump was selected as their fall guy for this final breakdown. You see why these, these reports are so important that I'm going to... I mean, this is like endgame stuff we're talking about now. Like, this ministry that I'm in right now, I, I, I can't see me being here in another 10 years, guys. I mean, that would be an absolute miracle. This is like endgame stuff. This is like, I feel like things are really kind of winding down. I don't see how much longer this could continue. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, I think you're probably seeing the same thing I am. Not only is Trump quite experienced with bankruptcies, at least four, which he got ba- bailed out of by the Rothschilds and in, in the, uh, the, Kabbal- the Kabbalistic Synagogue of Satan, Jewish bankers, he will... Predictably play the part he was chosen for, given the fact that he has quite purposely surrounded himself with Goldman Sachs financial terrorists and neoliberal economic hitmen and neo Zionist, uh, neocon Zionist warmongers. And there's a report here that says Trump foreign policy completely hijacked by neocon Zionist cabal. You can click on that if you like. In fact, the cast of characters. Is now in place through the Trump administration so that when the Federal Reserve does crash and burn, the US economy and Jerome Powell was specifically installed for just that purpose. The second Great Depression will proceed then in earnest. Of course, there are many contributing factors for this eventuality, one of the most influential being the utterly degenerate state of American politics. The political establishment and legal class have both created a body of laws that are anathema to good governance. The power elite have completely torn up the foundational documents written by the founding fathers. In doing so, they have set the nation on the road to utter collapse. But with highly purposeful design, that globalist, um, that globalist design is now being played out in the form of an unprecedented trade war. The incessant economic sabotage and financial terrorism... Being inflicted by the powers that be against their manufactured enemies is likewise a key piece of the New World Order agenda to bring the the world economy to a state of paralysis so that the Luciferian controllers can provide the perfect solution after the problem of global economic depression predominates. Of course, their clandestine goals are becoming more apparent by the day. A one-world currency, a one-world religion, and most significantly, a one-world government. Their first goal is the establishment of a single digital currency via the blockchain technology as well as the creation of a cashless society worldwide. However, there are some crucial steps in this clandestine scheme to stealthily foist a one world government on the world community of their nations that must take place. These are explained in this critical expose entitled Their Final Solution, Market Crash, Dollar Collapse, and World War III. I don't have time to go over that, but there's the link there for you uh i hope everything's coming in starting to come into clear view for for everyone about who trump is and where we're heading which is exactly what the bible does say now these are just reports from this week and again a a big hats off to trump for all of this report shows almost half of all federal crimes committed by illegal alien invaders in 2018 half of all crimes committed in this country, but we need to just let them in. And, and how dare we say anything against these poor, poor illegal aliens? All the child molesters and the this child sex traffickers and all the drug uh, drug dealers and drug mules and, and all the the MS-13 gang and all the other gangs that are coming in. All the Muslim terrorists and all the terrorists from other third world countries that are coming in and all the the foreign troops that are coming in under the guise of of you know you know their whatever. All the fake families that they put together. I just saw another report like that only like 30% of the families that are coming across, they did DNA analysis on them, are actually related. And meaning it's all fake. These fake families that are coming across the border, the vast majority of the time, they're not families. They're just, they know that if they can come across as a family, there is better packages for them on the amnesty side. So they can say, oh yeah, yeah, they don't have to have any paperwork. Oh, we're, we're married, this is our kid. And They could be totally unrelated, or maybe they might, might even have had a shotgun marriage in order to, you know. Next report: ICE to move 225,000 illegals across the country. Next one: thousand more to south, thousands more to South Florida. Next one: Air marshals are the latest officials diverted to the border to handle the surge of illegal um, aliens. Air, they're using air marshals now. Next one, the the Texas fake marriage scam, a free pass into America. That's what I was talking about, but I don't have time to cover it, but if you want click on that. The next one, Border Patrol apprehension numbers are off the charts. I just saw another one, Border Patrol today. We've lost control of the border. That was the, the, the another title that just broke today. Another one, Homeland Security releases 9,000 illegal aliens into the US in 8 days. 1.1000 released every day. Next one, serial killer in Texas is an illegal alien from Kenya accused of murdering 12 elderly women in the Dallas area. Next one, where is the active denial system for border protection? They have these active denial systems that can, they, they use this, it's not a good technology, but they could repel things at the border if they wanted to. They've got all way, kinds of ways they can do that that are non-lethal, but they won't use any of them because, again, this is all by design, all under Trump's watch. With legislation he signed, he's done more to incentivize them coming here than any other president ever has, and they're coming just like I said they were gonna when he signed that legislation back in um, I believe February. But it wasn't just me saying it; it was other, a lot of other people too. Uh, next report: Trump fraud on immigration issues, handing permanent power to, de- to Democrats. President Trump's campaign campaigns like a populist, but governs like a globalist. He's two faced. He 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 does one. He says one thing, he does another. He's a liar. He is the liar-in-chief, okay? He's a tool of Satan. And he has conducted the great bait-and-switch fraud upon the American public regarding the immigration issue. Uh, American voters list is their greatest concern. Each night, the thousands of illegal aliens being assisted into America by the U.S. Border Patrol and the Department of Homeland Security, and now what those TSA air marshals, too, <laughs> and our own troops, too, increases the chance... Trump loses in 2020. Oh please, it's all by design, it's all predetermined, and Republicans will then lose control of the U.S. Senate because there are no safeguards to prevent illegals and non-citizens from voting in U.S. elections. Well, no, they want to bring in this this group as a voting block. If we even make it that far, where that's even an issue, because if we're under martial law, those elections are going to be suspended. Most Americans still don't know that our border patrol agents and troops are escorting illegals into America under Trump's orders. There is a simply yes or no box on the voter registration forms. And the DMV display screens ask, are you a U.S. citizen? And anyone who says yes gets a voter registration card because no government agency checks the federal citizenship databases on the country, state, or federal level. Here's a report. Non-citizen voters are already putting Democrats in power in many key states, countries, and districts without the slightest hindrance or knowledge of government employees and elected officials because it's all by design on purpose. The next report, Senator Graham spills the beans on the Kushner bait-and-switch amnesty scheme. See, Senator Graham, who I've heard a lot of things saying that that's an actual transgender, um, who was always wicked and evil. Now he's all yoked up with Trump and now he's yoked up with Kushner and they're all good buddies, okay? Okay. He spills the beans on the Kushner bait-and-switch amnesty scam. Tough enforcement talk now, which is what we're seeing some from Trump. Amnesty then slipped in later. With President Trump expected to make a speech to push an enforcement-only immigration plan to the American public today to shore up his base after coming under severe criticism for broken immigration campaign promises by Alipac, the notorious pro-amnesty Senator Lindsey, Lindsey Graham has spilled the beans about the new Kushner Baden switch amnesty scam afoot. Senator Graham acted surprised by presidential policies of catch and release for illegal aliens at his press conference yesterday, although that ridiculous presidential program has since been used early by G.W. Bush administration. Graham inferred many times that he planned to push an enforcement-only bill with the hopes the Democrats would strike a deal to include amnesty for millions of illegal aliens later on to assure passage of the bill later. Most most members of the American media are giving Trump, Kushner, and Graham a free pass on the overt hypocrisy and duplicity by not reporting on the new secretive, am, secretive amnesty law, H.J. Resolution, H.J. R.E.S. One, that protects millions of illegals from deportation through September of this year. See, they're not going after him on that. They're going at him all this window dressing stuff. Oh, it's still whatever, Russian collusion and the Mueller thing and all this other garbage. Just It's all distraction. It's all it is. But on the major issues they could go after him on, they're not. They're giving him a free pass because, see, he's accomplishing what the New World Order wants him to accomplish. But they're still going to act like they're against him because he represents conservatism and all this other stuff. So that makes every all of his base think, oh, wow, he really is doing the right thing because the, the, left, the left media, the leftist media, wouldn't be attacking him if Trump wasn't doing the right thing. No. I was buying into that, too, for a long time. But then again, for a long time, he was doing a lot of Things that were seemingly appearing very good really seemed like he was trying to fight back, but now it's gotten so overt and so obvious that you know there's no more illusions for me. That that ended a long time ago. Um, for more information about how Trump and Kushner and Graham are working to scam conservative voters on immigration again as part of a bait and switch plan to deliver the globalist agenda of amnesty for most illegals, uh, go to allypack.us. A L I pac.us you can get on their email list and and get free emails from them so even though trump has done everything in his power to legislatively incentivize illegal aliens pouring over the border president trump supposedly plans to invoke the insurrection act which could be akin to martial law to remove illegal aliens from this is his latest tough talk okay oh see he's finally finally going to do he's finally going to implement and everybody's buying into this everybody uh alex jones mike adams all the people in alternative media pretty much everybody's buying into this now maybe he'll maybe he will impose the insurrection act but it'll be pretty much to get us into martial law it's not going to be to remove illegal aliens it's going to be to put the everybody on lockdown while they still keep the borders wide open so, President Trump is planning on invoking the Insurrection Act to remove illegal aliens in the United States. The Daily Caller's Amber Athey reported that multiple senior Trump administration officials said President Trump will soon invoke trem- the tremendous powers of the act to get rid of the illegal aliens, leeching off the fat of land, even though he's done everything he can do legislatively to incentivize them coming here. Makes perfect sense to me. Perfect sense all the campaign promises that we read the 10 main broken campaign promises just on immigration that he is breaking and has broke won't undo any of that no no but he's going to po- he's going to do the insurrect cuz he's going to get real tough yeah right right i don't believe any of it i don't I don't think one person will be removed. Or if, it, or if it is, it'll be for some photo op or whatever. Whoa, we're doing this. We're building the border. It's going to, yeah, how long is that going to take? And are they really building it? Or if they are, I mean, is it really gonna So what? I mean, if it's got thousands and thousands of miles that we need. But see, that's what, that's what the Patriots movement wants to hear. He's doing this. He's going to implement it. He's building the border wall. When the reality is, is they're coming here by the millions and he's done everything to do, he can do to incentivize it. And they're just going around whatever border wall is there anyway. And as soon as all they got to do is set one foot on our soil claim amnesty and, you know, they get all the goodies and they know that because Trump has told them that. There's commercials playing in like Mexico and Central America and other places that are telling them to come here, get all their free stuff. People are being interviewed, illegal aliens coming over the borders. So, yeah, yeah, we saw the commercial. So that's why we're here. Our government's told us to come here. George Soros is sponsoring these care. I mean I don't know how much more I can say on this. But he's gonna supposedly get be big man on campus now and and, and you know, put this insurrection act, which will probably be just to bring us into martial law, if anything else, which'll take away all of our rights. Mm-hmm so we have that so i'm gonna go ahead i'm totally out of time on this on this part here and we will go to part three next